Girl Camper is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Get an RV policy quote by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or going to progressive.com backslash RV. And go Little Guy Worldwide, whose full line of lightweight camping trailers are Girl Camper favorites. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit, and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my little 1966 Go Tagalong Vintage Travel Trailer. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can become a girl camper, too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome. I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is episode number 44 of Girl Camper, the podcast. Well, my guest today is Karen Redford, Senior Director of Marketing and Communications for the Recreation Vehicle Industry Association, or RVIA. Her job is to get out the message that the RV lifestyle has something to offer every demographic in this country, and she is here today to share the changing ways the RVIA is delivering that message. Case in point, the 16th Annual Blog Her Convention. We spent the weekend here in beautiful downtown LA sharing our stories and hearing the stories of the most influential blogging women in the country. And we're going to chat about that later in the show. But first, we're going to have our news roundup. Camper News Roundup is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance wants you to know that when you're on the road traveling with your RV and it breaks down, Progressive's Roadside Assistance Program will help you get your RV started or they will tow you to the nearest qualified repair facility. And you can find out more about that by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or go to their website, Progressive.com backslash RV. I purchased this additional insurance for my policy because it was like, I don't know, $24 extra a year to just know that if I break down, they're going to tow that for me because not all auto insurance or RV policies will tow your RV in a breakdown. You got to look at your policy and find out if you have that. So I have that. Lots of peace of mind when I'm on the road. So I'm on the road now, but not in my usual way, because I'm usually driving somewhere, towing my little St. George behind me. But this week, I am in L.A., and I am at the Blog Her Conference. So I want to tell you what Blog Her is, because I didn't know. So Blog Her is a gathering of the top 
female bloggers in the country. And once you become a top blogger and you get lots of followers, the media knows that you're you're an influencer. You have influence with people. And so Blog Her was an organization that started, I think it was 16 years ago, but they have recently merged just this year with She Knows. And She Knows is a women's lifestyle media platform. And they just seek to highlight things that are important to women, their work, their writing, commentaries on life, lifestyles. Their website is just a plethora of all kinds of things that interest women parenting, food, recipes, beauty. And so this whole event was just a great networking opportunity for women bloggers to come together to share ideas, to share information about how they grow their business. There were just wonderful talks and breakout sessions given by people. And there there were some there were some high um profile speakers at this event. Kim Kardashian was the um keynote speaker at this event and apparently that created some controversy because these are very powerful women who I don't want to say are working with their minds because I'm not suggesting Kim Kardashian is not working with her mind because I think she's brilliant <laughs> but because but she doesn't her lead assets are not what most women lead with Personally, I don't have those assets to lead with, so I never had to make the choice. <laughs> but it did create a little bit of a stir. I was not able to make it to her talk because I was talking shop RV elsewhere. But I heard she gave a very great talk and I read some of the commentaries online. And I got to tell you that she knows who she is and she's doing her thing. And that's what it's all about, respecting people's rights to do their own Thing. So I heard her talk was great. I didn't see it myself. Cheryl Crow gave a talk on surviving cancer and raising children. And I did get to go to Sarah Michelle Geller's talk, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, though I never think of her as Buffy. But, you know, that was not in my genre or my age. You know, I never watched Buffy. But I always respected her as kind of a celebrity who really protected her privacy and her family. And she talked about that on the stage, too, that she started a food company now called Food Stirs. And it's all about baking with your kids and being accessible to your children and, and having time in the kitchen and that whole bonding experience that happens around food. We bond over food in a way that we don't bond over any other things. And she recognized that and she started this company, foodstirs.com. And she gave a great talk on what it's like to have to go into a venture capitalist meeting and ask for money. So anyway, I really enjoyed her talk so much. And her very cute husband, Freddie Prince Jr., is the chef in their family, and he's just come out with another cookbook. So he was there. I got in line, ticket number 109, to get my free cookbook from Freddie Prince and get my picture taken with him. So that was a lot of fun. We met some really great people this weekend, and I'm going to talk specifically about some of them in the campfire chat. But I just wanted to share with you what the whole atmosphere was going on at Blogger. Because it might have seemed like, what was Go RVing doing at Blog Her? Well, here's the thing. A lot of times when we go to the Country Living Fair or Country Music Festivals or Go RVing is at one of those events, 
It's sort of like preaching to the choir. You're talking to your people. At an outdoor festival, you're really talking to your people. The thing about being at Blog Her and seeing all these um, well-known and well-followed bloggers come and take a look at the RV lifestyle and hear that message for the very first time, it's brand new to them. You're not talking to the choir. I talk to so many women sitting in that Riverside Retro and see me, Valley RV, thank you for bringing that over. I asked to have, um, I asked if they would bring the slide out and they did. So they brought my exact trailer over here. So I can talk about that from the heart, obviously. But when I was sitting in that, many of the women who came in, the bloggers, just chatting and taking a look at it, first time they were ever in an RV in their whole life. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting that message out there about what the RV lifestyle is all about. And maybe that's something that they never actually considered before. So I had a lot of really great chats with women who said things to me like, wow, I have four boys and I would really love to take them on vacations. But taking four boys, you need two hotel rooms. It gets very, very costly. So Getting that message across that the RV lifestyle is an affordable way to travel with your family, that was a message many people never heard before or never considered. So that was the fun thing about this show. We were not talking to the choir, and I had so much fun talking with everyone. So along with the price of the ticket, which was really steep, it cost bloggers a lot of money. I didn't look it up. I, I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find the exact number. But I heard people say they paid anywhere from $800 to $1,200 for a ticket to attend this event. I mean, Barack Obama was the keynote speaker last year. <laughs> this is influencers, influencers. So... They came here, and, and that kind of um, skims the top. You know, you really get the top bloggers when you have a ticket price like that. So we met some really, really great people. So along with the ticket price, they got, in addition to all these speakers and the breakout sessions, um, there was a showroom floor with all kinds of, you know, Go RVing had a booth there, and Merck had a booth there, and Craft Macaroni and Cheese had a booth because they just rebranded and took all the junky stuff out of their craft macaroni, and they were promoting that, that it still looks and tastes the same, but it's not full of all the artificial everything anymore. So really a cross-section of people on the showroom floor. But one of the fun things that the bloggers who were attending got to do is they got to choose a dinner to attend with some of the sponsors. So Go RVing sponsored a VIP dinner for 60 top bloggers. Well, when we, we had to actually cap it off at 75, it was like the coveted ticket to have, which really made perfect sense to me. But <laughs> So we had 75 of the top bloggers, and we had a special guest, and that was Jenny Garth of 90210 fame. So Jenny was a lifelong RVer. She grew up camping with her family. She grew up in Illinois like me, and she grew up camping with her family. And even though she's a famous Hollywood person who could take her children anywhere on vacation, she had an RV and she'd take her three girls and she drove cross country by herself in her RV with her girls. And so she really gave a beautiful talk to our little group of 75 bloggers on what that meant to her as a kid and why she wanted to pass that on to her own children. And 
I mean, she was just darling. She was absolutely, completely professional, but completely accessible too. She was not a princess at all. She came, she charmed, she chatted. She just gave this heartwarming talk and then she stayed and she took pictures with everybody and we just really enjoyed having her. That was so much fun. In addition to that, we had two trailers set up outside of the um, JW Marriott Hotel, which is really downtown LA. It's called LA Live, and there's so much happening here. It's like buzzing 24-7 here, but um, we had two trailers set up outside, the Riverside Retro, and again, I thank Simi Valley for bringing that over, and we had a beautiful classy Jayco trailer on site, which was a huge hit. Both of the trailers were a huge hit because many people, <laughs> they go in that trailer and they go, what? A double refrigerator in that Jayco and slide outs? It's a little, little house on wheels. Everybody loved it. Anyway, so we got to just sit around and chat and, and ex uh, see people experience those trailers for the first time. So overall, this whole blog, her thing was so much fun and I'm so glad I came. And I'm going to talk about some of the other women that I met in our campfire chat, but I want to thank ORVing for asking me to come. I, I, <laughs> I have to be honest and say, I really didn't think I was going to come because we just finished the photo shoot in um, the Poconos last weekend and I was kind of exhausted. But my sister lives here in Sherman Oaks with her sweet little daughter, my seven-year-old niece who came and stayed at the hotel and swam in the pool and thought Aunt Janini had the greatest job in the world. So <laughs> I used it as an excuse to visit my sister, but I have had so much fun here and I learned a great deal and I never get tired of, of promoting that RV message because I believe in it myself. So I wanna thank Go RVing for bringing me here and I want to tell you one last thing about in our news roundup. I have one more bit of news, and it has to do with my own sponsor. So I'm going off script here, go little guy, and I know you're not going to mind because I met so many women this weekend who said, said to me, sitting in that big class C motorhome and sitting in the, even the Riverside Retro, which I love, but is too big for a lot of people. Do they make anything smaller? Yes. They do, and Go Little Guy Worldwide is the one making them. And I want to just shout out to my own sponsors right here because, you know what? They really get it. They get what women want, and they make trailers for everybody, but they're listening. They're listening to women. They're asking what they want, and they're saying, these women want safe, secure, easy-to-tow vehicles that are lightweight and aren't going to be a white-knuckle experience for them. And they're building them. And they're going out of their way to bring their message to these women and say, we hear you and we're building for you. And hey, we're over here. Take a look at us. So go online. Take a look. LittleGuyWorldwide.com. Look at those trailers. If you happen to be on the East Coast, anywhere in the Maryland region, next Friday, August 12th, I am going to be at Beckley's Camping Center in Thurmont, Maryland, and we're doing Camper College. We're teaching women how to own, operate, and tow travel trailers. So you can get out there, you can go on the road, you can do these things that are important to you. Go places, do things, do it with friends, do it alone, but just do it safely. So it's all about Camper College, Thursday, August 12th. If you've never listened to the show before, you get to the Camper College sign up by going to meetup.com. Once you're on the meetup site, there's a drop down box 25 miles, 50 miles, 100 miles. You got to go all the way down to the bottom, any distance, 
and type in any distance and then camp like a girl. And that'll take you to my event site, which posts all the camper colleges and all the things you can do as a girl camper. At least with me, there's all, all kinds of other girl camping groups. You can always go to Sisters on the Fly and have all their stuff too, which I highly recommend. But next Friday, August 12th, Thurmont, Maryland, Camper College, 5 to 9 p.m., we're going to camp like girls. Okay, we're going to be back in a minute with our campfire chat. Welcome back. In our campfire chat today, I just want to spend a few minutes highlighting some of the special women that I met at the show. I'm not going to say too much about them because I have a feeling that sometime or another they're going to crop up on an episode of The Girl Camper because they have stories to tell and they're interesting, intriguing people who have inspiration to share with all of us. But I want to tell you, when I was hanging out in my little Riverside retro trailer down at the hotel ground floor, I got time to speak with people on a different level than you do when you're up on the showroom floor and people are just stopping by and the booth is very noisy. So I want to talk about some of the women I met. The first one I want to just give a shout out to is Brittany Kurtz. Brittany is from Mom It Forward Media. But that's not her biggest credential. Her biggest credential is she is the mother of four boys. <laughs> and right now, this week, Brittany is taking her kids across northern America, going to Yellowstone and stopping at Glacier and the Tetons and doing that epic, classic American road trip with her children. And I can't wait to see all about that and follow along on Instagram. And I want to tell those four Kurtz boys, your mom rocks. You don't know it right now, but she does. <laughs> and you're going to look back on this trip and you're not going to remember anything but that your parents went to the trouble to take you there and show you America the Beautiful. So Kurt's family, I hope you're having an epic, awesome week in northern beautiful America. And Brittany, you and I will talk and we'll share all about it. I can't wait to hear about it. Another woman I want to tell you about that I had a chance to chat with in my little trailer is Lisa Niver. I hope I'm pronouncing Lisa's last name right. It's Niver, like giver, but with an N. And Lisa is the executive producer and an on-camera on host of We Said Go Travel. So I can tell you right now, this website is going to be my new guilty pleasure. I haven't had much time to come up for air in this whole uh, couple of days here, but I can tell you that this is going to be my go-to site when I want to decompress. It's a beautiful site, and it's a bunch of travel writers. They host and post 1,600 travel writers from 75 countries around the world. They host um, writing projects, blogs, contests. It's a beautiful place to spend time and just decompress and look at all the beauty and read everybody's travel blogs. And I really cannot wait to spend some time doing that. Lisa has mad skills too. <laughs> Lisa, she knows how to code. <laughs> I'm so impressed by people who know how to code. More than code, she knows how to embed videos, links into your um, Amazon account. I, I don't even understand it, but she's really 
interesting person and I enjoyed meeting her so much and Lisa is going to premiere my Go RVing movie when <laughs> she's probably going to have to show me how to do it because I don't know how to do it but Lisa I had so much fun talking to you and I can't wait to spend more time with you and I'm hoping our plan to come back to California here and do a girl camp out um, works out so Lisa great meeting you now, Lisa had with her a friend who I met separately. I didn't know that they knew each other, but then they came back together. And her name is Hannah Lott Schwartz. She's an editor and journalist. She's a San Diego native who is nursing a bad Boston hangover. She went to college in New England, as I did, not far from where I went. She has a master's degree in publishing and writing from Emerson College. And she's worked at National Geographic Traveler and NBC and the Boston in newspaper and it, she's just got crazy credentials but that's not what drew me to her what drew me to her is she has this huge tattoo of our lady of guadalupe on her arm and she's a nice jewish girl with our lady on her arm so you naturally had to ask her about that and it, the story behind her tattoo was just beautiful she lost her mom at a very early age and she just keeps a mom on her arm now it's a symbol of all motherhood for her and it she's just a lovely person i had so much fun meeting her and she's starting life she's going off as a travel writer she's leaving the a paycheck world and she's going to be a travel writer and that's that big leap Mandy took we talked about that a few weeks ago but I know she's going to rise to the top because this woman is phenomenal and I can't wait to see what she does and of course I want to go camping with her she's looking for a trailer I told her she better take a look at those tabs because she wants to keep it simple so Hannah great meeting you I can't wait to camp with you and um, you're gorgeous you're just gorgeous <laughs> She's so tall and pretty and, you know, Southern California looking. Everybody here is tall and pretty and Southern California looking. So another person I want to tell you about is, it has to, it harkens back to the podcast here. So I have a podcast listener named Libby. Hello, Libby. And Libby and I always chat and comment on our um, Instagram page. So when Libby was listening to the show last week, she heard me say I was coming to blog her. And her mother is a Southern California resident, and she is a big blogger. And her mother was coming to blog her. So her mother told me when she stopped to visit me that she heard on the show, her daughter heard on the show that I was coming here, and her phone started exploding. You've got to find Girl Camper at Blog Her. So her mother sent me a note on Instagram saying, I'm coming over to meet you. <laughs> So her mother, Jennifer Hunter, is a blogger and a social media influencer and one of the loveliest people I've ever met in my life. We spent at least two hours sitting, chatting at the Go RVing dinner, and I, I ran into her in the hallway and spent some time with her uh, over the weekend and other times. And she has a wonderful website, litasworld.com. She's a lover of family, photographer, travel, Disney, life, French bulldogs, gardening, design, crafts. And, and she's just a wonderful person and a great mom. So shout out to Jennifer and her lovely daughters, Libby and Mimi, and the beautiful life you're sharing with everybody on your website. I loved looking at everything. And 
we're going to camp. I mean, we're, I'm gathering all of these women I'm talking about, and we're coming out here to camp. We're just going to have a camp out. I'm going to fly out here to camp because that's how spectacular these people are. So another person I want to tell you about is Jennifer's best friend, who is Nia Peoples, the actress from Pretty Little Liars. But she has had a whole long acting career here in Hollywood. She's a Hollywood native. And when she was only like 20 years old, she was playing a 16-year-old on the TV series Fame. And she's been gainfully employed in this tough industry her whole life. But here she was at Blogger just with her BFF. She has no people, no handlers. She's just here hanging out, doing things. She was at the Go RVing dinner, and I got to meet her. And I got to tell you, Nia Peoples, Nia Peoples wants an RV, but she has to find one to hold her motorcycle. <laughs> so she's got this great Jeep truck car thing going on, and she needs an RV that is that she can tow her motorcycle in because she's, she's that cool. <laughs> so Nia is only two years younger than me, but she looks like my daughter, and she has a wonderful sight on beauty and health and nutrition and spirituality. She's just a person who lives a very centered and balanced and um, healthy life, and she shares all that on her website, and so she's more than just a pretty face by any means, and I just want you to take a look. I'm going to put the link in the show notes for all of these fabulous women so you can go and see what it is they have to share with us. And I want to tell you about one last person, and that is Mary Grace McKernan. <laughs> Mary, the minute she, I said hello to her, I knew I was going to be best friends with her. I, I just knew she, Mary is going to be in my life the rest of my life. I can tell that about her. We connected on so many levels. And Mary is a photojournalist for REI. And she's been all over the world photographing the most phenomenal things. Her work is beautiful. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can take a look. You're going to want to follow her on Instagram. She goes on the coolest assignments. And she was telling me that she just finished this assignment about the orca whales. And I was online on her website looking at the orcas. And I got to tell you that I was so excited to read that story. And we think we know, like they're, they're in captivity and people don't want them to be. They're petitioning SeaWorld to let them go. But Mary covered the story of the a very wealthy man who owns a cove, a big bay cove area, and he's donating that cove. Uh, and they have, they're going to let the whales go there. But they have to be netted in. They don't know how to survive, you know, um, out in the ocean. So they're not going to be in a tank, but they're not going to be free to float in the ocean and do whatever they want either. But it's very interesting, the whole story. And I'm not even going to tell it because Mary is coming on to the show to share this whole story. Her job is spectacular. And she was just a fun, crazy lovely woman and I can't wait to, um, for all of you to meet her via the Girl Camper podcast. So those were the women I met. There were so many more and I feel bad leaving people out. Although I do want to say it was lovely to meet Becca from our um, Richards group that produces the podcast and does Go RVing's PR work. I've been chatting with Becca online for two years now, but she came in person and I got to meet her and she's adorable. So Becca, it was fun hanging out with you and getting our pictures taken at the Pets website. <laughs> so I'm going to be back in a minute and I'm going to have an interview with my boss, actually my boss's boss, 
Karen Redfern from RVIA, and she's not bossy at all. She's just a lovely woman, and she has a lot to say about the RV industry, and I think she loves RVing even more than I do. And she's going to share about what's new and happening in the RV world and how we're marketing to RVers in a different way now. It's a whole new ball game. Digital. Everything's digital. Anyway, we'll be back in a minute with Karen Redfern from RVIA. Welcome. I am here today with Karen Redfern from the RVIA, which stands for the Recreation Vehicle Industry Association. And Karen is the Senior Vice President of Marketing. And I want to talk to you today, Karen, about the RV industry. So welcome and thanks for coming. Thank you very much. We're here. We're a little punchy right now. <laughs> We're very punchy after a very long but wonderful weekend with a lot of very yeah. influential female bloggers. Yeah, we're here at the Blog Her event. And Karen, this is a departure from what we usually do with Go RVing. Can you speak to the audience about what this is all about here? It was. It's our first time here with Blog Her, and it's very exciting because... It was a lot of fe- top uh, female bloggers and social influencers who all gather annually for their conference. Um, they can be from the travel, they can write about technology, fashion, but they all come together to learn how to better craft their blogging experiences and how to build a business around that. It's a very female-oriented um, entrepreneur event, but it also gives us a chance as a sponsor to introduce them to RVing. And many of them had no idea at first who gar- Go RVing was or what RVing was truly about. And we were lucky enough to have two booth spaces, one indoors, where we were able to sit and talk with them and share some of our message, and then we actually had two RVs on display outside that we were able to get them out and see what an RV was really about. Right. So it was absolutely incredible the number of women that we met and their interest and the knowledge and the relationships we cultivated in a very short time. Yeah, I was absolutely fascinated by that. And and you and I were talking earlier that a lot of times when we do an event with Go Irving, like the Country Living Fair, which, you know, we love, and it's sort of our people, though. You're preaching to the choir a little bit. Yes. You know, a lot of the people at Country Living Fair are quite familiar with the RV lifestyle. So today we were kind of getting out a message to people who sort of had a general idea like, oh, I heard a lot of this mm-hmm. today. My husband always wants to do that. Right. Well, and the best part is we go to a lot of consumer events, music festivals and other kinds of fairs and um, outdoor sporting activities. Mm-hmm. But those and those people come through and they see the vehicle for their, for themselves and they might be interested. Mm-hmm. The neat part of this is that we're talking to women who then speak to their audiences, which are anywhere from the 
thousands to the tens of thousands of people who are listening and have a trust in them and what they convey. Mm -hmm. So they are going ahead and talking about RVing in a very positive way and expanding that message exponentially for us. Yeah, I was explaining that to my <laughs> husband today, you, you know, and I said it's ripples in the pond. It is. You know, we walk away from Country Living Fair and someone may call up and tell three girlfriends, I saw the coolest trailer. And, but these women go home and they write a blog about it and say, guess what? Yep. My husband has always wanted to camp, but they got these cool trailers out. I think I could do it if I do it like yep. this. And the buzz on the social media from here was incredible. The number of people that tagged Go RVing and mm -hmm. Find Your Way and the types of pictures they were posing, uh, posting rather with them with those very surprised looks of, oh my gosh, this is what RVing is. And so you could actually see and feel from what they were putting in their posts how impressed they were. I, I really think they were because I did a stint upstairs yesterday at our booth and chatting with people. But for me, I had the most fun being down in the campers yes. this morning and seeing women come in and go, wait a minute, there's a bathroom in here? Yep. <laughs> That's what's most interesting. The first night when we we opened, we were just it, a barrage of people. We couldn't mm -hmm. speak to people fast enough. That's why my voice is hoarse mm -hmm. after all these days. But yeah. It was just very interesting, the types of questions that people were asking and the ways that they wanted to convey the messages to their people. And it was reaching groups and demographics that we don't always reach, but we're trying to get the message out to. And so it was extremely positive. So let's talk about this for a minute, because the message in the RV industry, I think, this is my opinion, is unchangeable. Yes. What the RV lifestyle has to offer is just a classic old-fashioned, down-home, quiet time with your family, time to decompress, enjoying nature, getting away from the things that stress us in a way in which you can meaningfully um, connect with the people in your lives again. It is very evergreen, and, you know, in the 27 years that I've been involved with the industry, it's still that being together with the people you love most, doing the things that you love most, is the ultimate goal of RVing. And we always talk about how an RV can enhance what you're already doing and what you already enjoy in life. So that has not changed. Obviously, the vehicles that we use to get the messages to the people has changed incredibly in that um, time frame. But it's, it is the same things, and we were extremely lucky, as you know, for our little party we had for 60 of the or 80 of the most influential bloggers, we had Jenny Garth join I, us. I enjoyed every minute of her talk. <laughs> and of course of 90210 fame. But she RV'd as a child and she came mm -hmm. from a very meager upbringing and so mm -hmm. they were not fancy RVs. But she still remembers the times that those six family members spent together doing whatever it was they were doing mm -hmm. for that summer in the RV. And here she came full circle, and when she became a mother, even though she had the financial means to probably do any kind of vacation she wanted, it was really important for her to have that experience with her daughters. And she said, and then when she found herself in the unfortunate situation of becoming a single parent again, she found it very empowering, and when they, because they, they said goodbye to the RV, mm -hmm. but 
that first summer the girls were missing it and they did it the four of them as girls went on the trip and they proved that they could do it they didn't yeah. need to have somebody yeah. with them and it was empowering but it also kept that stability in the family and she and her daughters could continue to share those same messages so right and i think what she was also saying in the subtext of that and and she said it you know privately like she needed that time to help her girls mm -hmm. just sort of acclimate to their new world and and really she was the power woman there she was like you know what i got this kids right dad's and not was, here but i got yep. this and it was that same that some although things have changed not everything has changed we're still going to do these kinds of trips we're still going to keep right. making these memories so it became a real constant and i think if your kids have a catastrophic change in their life being able to be on the road with them and just really be gauging what, what's going on in their little heads, you know, right. and I think she was brave to do she that. Was. She drove, so, yep. she said in her talk, she drove from California to Illinois to visit her sister. Yes. She wanted to be home. She just wanted to go home. Yeah. So it's that, those are the same messages that have always been with RVing. It's time spent together with the family. Mm -hmm. As now, as we're seeing society changing and we don't have as many people living in rural areas, we've got more of the suburban and urban. We also look at it not everybody is ready to go into the deep woods. So we kind of change our message up that RVing doesn't always have to be to the woods in order to think of it being as RVing or camping. So as we're as people are starting to see that the RV can help them to do something around town, very close to home, they don't have to go off. It's becoming something they go, that could fit into my lifestyle. Right. Up until that point, they had thought, well, I have to get one and I've got to go out in the woods. And I've got to go far or I've got to be able to drive across country if, if I'm going to have an RV. And or that RVing is for full timers. Yes. Or or the old folks only and everybody right. that drives. So everyone's perceptions are starting to change. And that's part of our job is to reach that message to those people. And Well, many of the women <laughs> I spoke to when they were down in the RV and they were looking at it and they were seeing the bathroom and the refrigerator. And, and knowing the refrigerator runs on propane and I'm going to have ice cubes in the woods. That's right. <laughs> you know, and, and I said to them, they said, uh, several women said to me, well, my husband wouldn't think this is camping. And, and my message to that is, hey, I'm not out here to prove anything. Okay, I don't have to defeat nature. I came out here to enjoy nature, mm -hmm. to be in the woods, to lay in bed, to listen to the creek, to listen to the crickets, to sit under the stars. I don't have to have man versus right. beast here. <laughs> I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to climb in my 800-thread mm -hmm. count sheets. Right. So, <laughs> And there's that difference between camping and backwoods, deep woods camping. Right. And that's where people think that it always has to be the extreme. And I think it, uh, they'll slowly evolve to realizing there's a balance that you can play between them. And, of course, with the variety of RVs there are, if they want a little bit more of nature, they can always get the folding camping trailers that give them those soft sides still where they feel like right. they've got the tent, but you're not necessarily sleeping on the ground. They can find that compromise if they need to. Right. And I think a lot of women who are willing to camp in a little trailer, um, it, but who have husbands who grew up as an Eagle Scout and they don't think that's camping. I think the husband has to move to the middle a mm -hmm. little. And I think even as husbands get older, like, like you know what? I can, I can upgrade. Yes, there yeah. are creeks and aches as we go on. I mean, my <laughs> husband never liked to camp. And when I, I when I took him camping on me uh, with me on our 25th wedding anniversary, he said, we'll stay for two days, three days in your camper. Right. And then we're moving to a hotel. Mm -hmm. But by day three, he was mayor of the campground. Right. And um, he said to me, I do like camping. I just don't like tent camping. Right. You know, he was done with this man versus nature mm -hmm. thing. 
look, I love the outdoors, but this is it. You know, right. I love this. So the message hasn't changed, but the way we're getting it out there to people has changed. Yes. But has this changed? Who we're getting the message to? It's changing in that we realize that the core of what's been our market for so many years, obviously we all continue to age. So our, our demographic of those baby boomers is moving. And the biggest change is the, um, the, the gener generation Y, the coming right on the heels, they are somewhat similar to the same way that the baby boomers have been thinking. It's the Gen Xers and the younger generation, the millennials, mm -hmm. that have a very com different thought process. And they've mm -hmm. been raised in a world where everything has been electronic and digital and instant. So they have a very different perception. One of the other ideas is that they're, they wait and they don't like to make decisions. They're not decision makers. Their waiting is more of an analysis time is what we found, is they're thinking things through. So they, even though their methods are different, they're somewhat similar to those baby boomers because they're thinking they're not going to jump the gun and make a purchase right away. They want to think through, is this the best purchase and what's the... So they're coming along and they enjoy being together in social situations, uh, but they want to be together with a very small social situation. They share within their communities with their social media. Mm -hmm. But they don't. They're not the joiners that the the baby like boomers correct of being part of one of the huge clubs and the so the that's all going to start changing and everyone's got to look at what are the ways that we reach. So obviously, mm -hmm. when we started the Go RVing campaign, it was radio, television, print ads, and billboards. That was the way you got your mm -hmm. advertising medium out there. People called in to an eight hundred number, and we <laughs> stuffed packets of papers together, and we sent it out to them. Then we went to a DVD, I mean a VHS tape, and then we moved to DVD. Now everything is digital. And even our ads are served up in a digital platform because we still love the beautiful print ads and we still have some print And your posters are beautiful. And we have the poster versions and we still have ads that run on television. But instead of doing major production shoots that we do, we've come to the conclusion that what tells the story best are people that are already RVing. So we're capturing in our video when we do um, videos with folks their authentic stories. We're kind of the silent observer just capturing that story and then telling that to the rest of the world. And with the technology that exists even in the smartphones that people have mm -hmm. in their hand, you can edit incredible videos on that phone. Yeah. Um, and so there are a lot of RVers out there who also are great in photography, videography, and they want to share their stories. So more and more, our message now is going out through what we call content creation, curation rather. We before were content creators. Right. Now we are more content curators, which is really the reason for us being here at BlogHer. Right. We're trying share to share other experience people with that us. are sharing their experiences, so it's not always coming from us. Because and that's a relief for you, right? Because I can tell you that content creation is work. It's tiring. <laughs> and that's yeah. what also appeals to that younger generation is that's why they go to their friends for reviews and they mm -hmm. go to the Yelps and they go to all those social mm -hmm. sites to get other people's opinions. They're very driven by everybody mm -hmm. else's reviews and references. So they don't want to be pitched with a message. They mm -hmm. want somebody else's 
true reaction and those authentic experiences. So it's more of a side door thing. Like you're, you're like here we are this weekend, we're talking to these bloggers and they're going to be sharing their experiences on social media and they're just going to be taking that in. It's yep. not coming they're directly from seed. you. Yep. Yeah, it's it's like your kids in good health, you know. Just keep yes. the apples in the fridge, yes, <laughs> and maybe someday they'll buy they'll apples. Buy it. <laughs> and that's what it is. The people, you know, once we get people with, they see the kinds of experiences, and mm -hmm. we talk. And those of us that have done it, we talk passionately about the experiences yeah. that we've had with our families. And I think that comes through authentically, and that's why these videos come through so authentically. The messaging, and we can turn those videos into the short stories. We turn them into some of our digital advertising. We turn it into the the pre rolls and that that are on some of the banner ads. And we have a whole new genre of uh, what they call native advertising, where it appears on other other sites, and it doesn't look so much like an advertisement as well mm. as natural content. So they don't feel like they're being force fed actual advertising information and so that definitely helps it to resonate with our communities so the, this is the younger generation so so we have this younger you, you know the native um, mm -hmm. um what they call the natives now <laughs> they're coming up but the gen xers and the millennials really more mm -hmm. the millennials gen xers i think are already there you know right. but so what other demographic group is the RV industry addressing? Oh, the core is always going to be the families, and it's always mm -hmm. going to be that 35 to 54-year-old. So that right now is kind of that Gen Y and the tail end of the baby boomers that are there. Mm -hmm. And those experiences are mm -hmm. what we're trying to portray with the family moments and the kinds of things that you can share with your children. And when they start with those memories with the children, those carry on into their adult life. They want to share those experiences then when they have their own children. And it just becomes this perpetual feeling and it's also a, an experience that you just can't put a price tag on and it's something mm -hmm. that's so hard to define. It's just a memory that's made and you it's Well, you see that with Jenny Garth. You mm -hmm. know, she grew up RVing. She could take her kids anywhere. Yep. Um, and and she she's not in Turks and Caicos with her kids. Right. She's in an RV taking that. Do, does the RV industry have statistics that support that? Anecdotally, I talk to so many people. Right. Oh, I grew up. I, I mean, that's how I. I grew up um, camping, married a non-camper, but I longed for it. It, it was do. my favorite thing. And, and I we, we got back in. We find through a lot of the research that we do, about 60% of the people that are RVers mm -hmm. RV'd as children. Mm -hmm. So that that idea of spending that time together in the the experiences it gave them that were life forming started for about sixty percent of them in their childhood. Right. So they want to carry on that tradition and or they enjoyed the time that they spent and they want to make sure that their children can spend that same kind of time with them. Right. Well I want to mm -hmm. talk about the away um, go RVing site, away.goRVing.com, yes. which is where your little microfilms are. Correct. And uh, I'm totally in love with that one about the three generations, the father, the son, and the grandpa in the pop-up trailer. Mm -hmm. I literally cry when I watch that. <laughs> I, well, I love fly fishing, so that's pretty cool. But it tells such a sweet story. Mm -hmm. And I love that they're short, but they, they're languid. 
They are. They, they're so beautifully produced. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the st and it's so easy because the stories tell themselves, mm -hmm. and there's something on there for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, there are a variety of different RV types out there. They're right. on in the various videos. There are families. There are there are couples. There are multi generational. So when people are watching, that's one of the, the biggest barriers to RV ownership that mm -hmm. we find when we do a lot of the psychographic research that we do is there's a question that always is, RVers are not like me. They aren't like me. And that's checked by a lot of people. And further into those studies, we find that they're either referring to the fact that they don't feel like they're as old as an RVer needs to be. It might be that they feel like they can't full time and they figure RVers are retired and can spend more time. Or sometimes it is a ethnic or a racial diversity that they feel like there mm -hmm. aren't enough people out there that look like them. But that so what we want to try to do on the away uh, microsite is to make sure that there are such a variety of people and life situations and vehicle types represented that when people start watching those they can kind of assimilate with those people and go mm -hmm. that could be me yeah I could fit into and that group that would fit yeah. very well There's people it, like me out there right it kind of gets their mind then otherwise they're watching and somebody is much older than them or it's a much fancier RV than they ever think they could afford or would ever right. want and they go yeah that, well that's RVing's not for me, but if all of a sudden they see that pop up mm -hmm. camper and they go, I could get, you know, somebody yeah. that likes that tent camping. Yeah. Well, I could do the RVing because that's kind of like, and there's something that they can grasp onto that makes it seem a little bit more real to them. Mm -hmm. And then we can keep moving them then down that process of thinking in terms of becoming an RVer. Well, you know, mm -hmm. I was t telling you earlier, um, when I started this podcast, I thought I would be speaking to women who already camp. And it shocks me still to discover that the bulk of my listeners are wannabes. Yep. And the mail I get is from, I just got the sweetest letter again from Pauline who said, I haven't gotten an RV yet, but I'm still holding on. And I listen to the show and I just know it's going to happen for me well, someday. Well, the goal of, our, of Go RVing is to, the same thing, to get people interested we know that there are so many um, websites and groups and clubs that will help them along once they have the RV there's right. plenty of information mm -hmm. out there we call them the dreamers mm -hmm. so we're pulling them the dreamers in and mm -hmm. the the armchair travelers who are trying to get their mind wrapped around this and thinking of what they would like to do and that's the bulk of and most of the comments that we receive are from people that are saying this is a goal of mine someday or someday. this is this this is so beautiful or this is so exciting I can't wait until it's my turn to do this right so the the wheels are churning sometimes it takes people a little bit longer until um, they can get to that point where it becomes that part but the message is always there and we're always trying to kind of keep it in the forefront right. and we're also finding that we're go RVing now is promoting the idea of the seasonal camping mm -hmm. because we're finding especially in the more urban areas people don't always have a space to store their RV and they may not have a car that they mm -hmm. can tow, tow a towable with they don't use a motorized often enough that they want to invest but if they have a place where they can put it there for the season right and go back and forth like that's their and even if you're an hour and a half from home 
it's it's a whole already, other world. All your most of the belongings you need for the weekend are there. It's easy on a Friday afternoon at the end of the workday mm -hmm. to jump in the car and head in that direction when you only have to grab a few additional, you know, last minute personal Pick up a few groceries and and you're there. And they're going to their home. It's familiar. So there's a, a large trend going on with a lot more people being interested in either the park model RVs or putting a towable mm -hmm. on a site and being able to travel back and forth. And they're still experiencing the camping and the RVing right. because they're part of that campground community. And if they you don't had a towable, have to move it with them. right. If you had a towable and you put it on a seasonal site and you wanted to take it two weeks to Colorado every mm -hmm. year, or you could still take that dream right. road trip every year, you could pick a new location every year and say, yep. this year on our vacation we're going here, but every other weekend we're going to be able to just jump up there, Perfect. turn off the sound, sit by that fire at night and enjoy and our family. maybe this year you're up in the mountains and next year you want to be closer to the water mm -hmm. or you can move around and it still gives people that flexibility, but it has that stability also for them right and it's all about just getting away and spending time mm -hmm. well i'm really excited because you know you guys did the photo shoot with the girl campers which was so much fun and you were we on were location with us. <laughs> it was wonderful to be part of that whole magic of the girl campers because yeah. we've spoken so much and mm -hmm. we've seen so many things but to really get to know a few of you and mm -hmm. spend that time and i think again even the production crew that was there mm -hmm. as the silent observer was very impressed with <laughs> what was happening behind the scenes to see yeah. the friendship and the camaraderie and why the these things happen. And they loved telling that story. And mm -hmm. in fact, our all male um, production crew all wore their girl camper shirts by the end. <laughs> they posed for a very cute picture. They, they, they were really good sports. Yeah. But I'm excited to share that video with women who. What was exciting to me, other than actually being in it, because that was <laughs> pretty star <laughs> in my own mind, um, it was just fun because the crew made it fun. Jeremy and his crew, they just made that thing fun. But I, I think personally, addressing the group, the demographic of a solo woman traveler or a, a would-be girl camper or a glamper on the loose, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, you're out there to do. I think people have reservations about that. Like, would I fit yeah. in? Uh, or what if, would I be accepted if I just have a little A-frame? Or if I, if I own a big fifth wheel and want to go, is, am I going to be shunned because everybody has these cute? So I'm excited for people to see that video and go, you know what? There's no wrong way to camp like a girl. Right. It's not about the trailer. It's about the friendship. It's about the, the food. It's about the fun. It's about <clears throat> what we're doing. It's just about taking that time. So, And I think that's really important for people to see that interaction that mm -hmm. happens mm -hmm. um, because then that gives them that self-confidence of this is something mm -hmm. that I can also do. Right, and, and to see that women um, know that, you know what, look at all these women got themselves here. They towed by themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just seeing other people do things make, makes you just say, you know what, I get up in the morning and put my pants on one leg at a time. That's right. They put their pants on one leg at a time. If they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> you know, you're just seeing yep. people do that. So I, I'm excited for that to come out. And I out. think it's good because obviously there's the demographic of, the women who need that camaraderie of getting away from the everyday and having the other group of women that they can just relax with and right. share experience. But I also think because there's obviously a growing number of 
of single moms mm -hmm. who want to have that camping experience, but it does seem a little daunting. Mm -hmm. So I think at the same time, when they see women doing it, and they just, maybe they won't be going by themselves, but they thought, mm -hmm. okay, I can do this experience by myself. And I did that with my children. I took mm -hmm. them myself, and we went into New York City to go camping even. Mm -hmm. you know, with the, I did it with the kids, and it was like, okay, we can do this. We, we will pack in, and we will head there, and we can handle this. Yeah. So, it's it really is a very empowering as well right. as just a very good story to tell but it just says to people and I, it yeah. is something that's possible and i think too there's women out there who are single moms and um maybe they only have their children every other weekend mm -hmm. and for some women that's like i need to catch up on laundry and all the house things they use that time but for other women it might be a good time to just say you know what I need to take a day and a half or two days and Every just so recharge my yep, battery with grown-ups and right. um, you don't have to have a trailer to do that so many campgrounds now rent trailers they rent cabins they have the park models so you can still have that experience even if you're not in that place right at this moment to be an RV owner right and you're in part of that community that we see you know right. that's the most important part and I always tell that to people, you know, you have to realize that when you go camping, if you pull in with an, a unit that nobody has seen, or, oh, I want that model, yeah. I'm interested, <laughs> there's going to be somebody knocking on the door. You don't, you can't be shy when You'll you You'll never be alone. And there's always someone there, and there's, you know, the first couple times that I went, there was always somebody that would come out and help you to get backed mm -hmm. in correctly and to do your hookups and to get leveled. And so it's a very caring community. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's what's the most important part of it as well. It's a very safe feeling community. It's a very caring and, and helpful community. And you don't find that in everyday life all the time. So it's yeah. a nice compromise and it's a, a, a great way to get together. It is. And, and Karen, thanks so much for inviting me to come to blog her. Oh, we loved having you here and helping <laughs> tell the message. Because again, you're an authentic voice. You oh. know, for us, We've lived it, and we're, I'm passionate about it. You are. But you have that real experience of getting together mm -hmm. and doing this on the road far more frequently. I'm out with the vehicles all the time, right. but I'm on the road all the time, it seems. Yeah. But I'm not there in the vehicles all the time living it the way that you do. So, yeah. And people can tell that it's definitely an, a very authentic experience, and they're hearing it from the heart from you and... Well, what? I think there's a few things in my life that I could speak of. I could speak of motherhood <laughs> in that, in those terms, right. in, in adoption. You know, I, I feel strongly about that. My my youngest is adopted, and but really, I find that the RVing isn't just a hobby for me. It really is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you know, when something is really truly good, and you've gained so much for it, you just naturally want to tell other people. This is more than just a down weekend and and chillaxing yeah. with the girls you know it, it's soul deep well I even find that from my perspective professionally is mm -hmm. that people say to me you have the such a cool job yeah and when I first started at RVIA I had never I was yeah. young in my career yeah and I had never stayed at a job even two years yeah. and that was one of the things that's like why should we hire you I'm like if mm -hmm. I like what I'm doing and I like the people I'll stay. here yeah. I am almost 28 years later okay and it's just it's ingrained in me and but it's how could I, I mean, I've always been a public relations marketing person. How could I not want to promote the message that we have of mm -hmm. what RVing can do for people, for families, for individuals, for mm -hmm. relationships? I mean, it is. It's a very addictive and passionate thing to speak about. So, But I think that's the cool thing about the RV industry 
it has something to offer every demographic. Yes. Every single yep. demographic. I don't know anyone who and cannot whatever, benefit from it. You know, whatever family income there's, you can start with a smaller used RV. You mm -hmm. can start with some of the smaller models, and then find your way as your as your means change, as your family size changes, as your mm -hmm. what your what level of luxury you prefer to mm -hmm. have and comforts. Mm -hmm. You can find another RV to keep taking you along that path as right. long as you there's want. Right, there's so it to. many models and so um, many options. Yeah. And somebody said it to me today. She said, I have four boys. And she said, I really want to be able to travel with my boys. And I think the only way I'm going to be able to do it is in RVing. And I said, you're absolutely right, because you have so many choices to make. Well, one of our stories that's on the Away microsite right now for the seasonal camping, it's grandparents, and they mm -hmm. bought a park model RV. Oh. But they have seven grandchildren, mm -hmm. and their son, their second child, ended up being identical identical triplet boys oh. so they've got of their seven grandchildren five of them are boys and then they had a few ex the last time they did a family reunion in a hotel they were asked not to return because they've got oh. rambunctious boys or young yeah. boys and they're right. excited. so they decided they would find a, a park and campground where they could have their park model that was kind of central to where the children were and where they were and they yeah. meet up there and the boys enjoy the time. They've got, you know, they're there with their grandparents. Mm -hmm. There's activities to do. And mm -hmm. they can just let all that steam out and be boys mm -hmm. and have fun and share the experience of grandparents. The parents can kind of sit mm -hmm. and relax because they know the children are safe there. Mm -hmm. And it just works for everybody. But it's better than being... I often say that there was never a time that I would go to a hotel, open up the door and tell my children to go play in the... Yeah, the hallways. hallway. Yeah. Well, as I'm trying to get leveled and pull into mm -hmm. the RV, the the RV space, my son was yelling to get the bicycle out. So yeah, he, he wanted out. to get, and he was off and riding. And an hour or so later, he'd be back with his best friend that he just met, and <laughs> they've got the spokes in the t you know the cards in the uh, the bike spokes. spokes. Yeah, and then later that night, it's ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night, and my you know seven year olds are nowhere to be seen. But they're off with the count camp counselor right doing craft flashlight tag or they're playing right and i'm sitting with the the new neighbors that i've now met and yeah. we're sitting around the fire and talking and enjoying a glass of wine or some hot mm -hmm. cocoa or it's just it's a wonderful experience and it really is that last small town in america yeah it's it really it's is. a neighborhood mm -hmm. like we grew up mm -hmm. in neighborhoods where you rode your bike but a yep. campground is that it's your little small town yes and i have never been on a hotel vacation where i came away with an email address or uh shared an instagram right and you're like you make connections when yes. you camp and we've we had an, another family that we had in a video a couple of years ago they started out the same with going to a small campground. Mm -hmm. It ended up by the by the time the, the kids are all teenagers, but it is 16 families that come together mm -hmm. for the same couple weeks every summer. Mm -hmm. And they were now starting to lament that the children were getting ready to go off to college, some of the mm -hmm. oldest of those mm -hmm. groups. And how was this going to start changing? But it was by mm -hmm. meeting those people and adding somebody new every time they went back that summer. Yeah. And that group just grew and grew, and even mm. the kids were saying, "Oh, I call that one Auntie this and mm. Uncle that." Yeah. I mean, it was They're so close. And it's just, it, where else do you go? You're right. I, right. I don't know who's on the other side of my wall in the hotel room. No, it's but scary. I know who's in the RV next to me, or I right. know who's across the, you know, the park mm -hmm. from me. So mm -hmm. it's a great experience. It is, Karen. Thank you for the opportunity to share that with everyone. I had so much fun here this weekend. It, it was. It was a great weekend. It was so, so much appreciate fun. Appreciate your time too. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I did hesitate a little <laughs> because we, you're exhausted. No, we just came from the photo shoot. <laughs> right. So, so, but you know. It was in L.A. and my 
sister lives here and I got to visit with my niece. And so I thought I'll give it the push. And I'm so glad I came because I did connect with so many women who are telling stories too. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're in a slightly different voice and that's what makes it so wonderful. Right. And I just loved being part of this event as a blogger myself. And, um, Anyway, thank you for we having me. great things. <laughs> well, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> and I can't wait till the Girl Camper movie comes out. And uh, I don't know, we're going to have to have some kind of little premiere. I don't know what we're going to yes. do, but we're going we're gonna to do something and celebrate that. We but will. thank you for choosing the Girl Campers to profile. We and thanks it. for coming on the show, Karen, because you're thank beat. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, but, you know, uh, you, you always have that message on target. And you, you know, your it. enthusiasm yes. comes to the surface no matter how tired you are. <laughs> So thank you, well, thank Karen. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. All right. And now our sponsor, Go Little Guy, brings you a message from another satisfied customer. I'm here with Beth, and I want to ask Beth, Beth, why do you love your little guy trailer? I love my tab because I can't hear crying babies in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, so it's soundproof. It is. That was exactly the reason I went out looking for a hard shell camper was because I was awake for an hour and a half in the middle of the night in my tent and I thought if I'm going to continue camping and I love camping, I need a hard shell. Thank you for sharing that with us. That is You're wonderful. Welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Yes. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Go Little Guy Worldwide and Progressive Insurance. Don't forget to play Where Is Flow this week. So you've got to go over to the RV Family Travel Atlas Instagram account, look for the picture of Bobblehead Flow, try to figure out where she is, and then send a little note over to RVFTA. And if your guess is correct, you'll get put in the pile of people who might get their name pulled, and you'll win a really cool bag of progressive swag. And we got a lot of swag this week, but progressive swag. Hopefully it has a flow bobblehead in it, because I love my flow bobblehead. So thank you, Progressive. I'd also like to thank my special guest, Karen Redfern, for being on the show today and sharing all of her love and enthusiasm for the RV industry. Karen, it has been a pleasure traveling with you for the last two weeks. I know you're ready to get home and put your feet up because you've been one busy lady. I'd also like to thank my producer, Stephanie Puglisi, for putting this show together. Stephanie is a on extra duty this week because she's traveling to and getting these files to her when neither of us have reliable Wi-Fi is not always easy. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Stephanie and her husband, Jeremy, can be heard every Wednesday on Campground of the Week, which is an iTunes podcast, and on the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast, which comes out every Friday morning. Thank you for listening to the show. I'll be back next week, and happy trails, everyone.